And now let's go to the big and great best-selling author, mega best-selling author, 19 million books out there. It's got almost another big 20. book. Yeah, almost 20. He's got a new big one coming up. And Bill O'Reilly, we love you. Bill, you were with us last night, of course. Uh, I was so honored to join you on your great show, Common Sense, last night, which we have every night on WABC, 9 to 10 p.m. Uh, what is your assessment now today, looking at the situation? Of course, everybody's talking about Trump and Bragg. Well, first of all, I hope Tassel Matisse is paying you overtime, Rita. <laughs> Thank you. I am, I mean, I am working 24-7. <laughs> it's not about money. It's about making the difference in the world, uh, Bill O'Reilly. Okay, it's not about money, John. Great. Put that in your book. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill, will you be my agent next time and negotiate Absolutely. for me? Absolutely. I'll go in there with a wrecking ball. Thank um, you. <laughs> Rita, Rita needs to be uh, complimented because – it's hard to keep an energy level up. Um, she does uh, the show with John at 5, and then she does two hours or three hours last night, right? Yeah, three, three hours. hours. Three hours and one blockbuster hour with you. She's up at on WABC this morning. Come on. Well, you know what? A lot to talk about, Bill. And, and well, you, right. you hit it out um, of the park last night. Yeah, I don't want to be repetitive, so let's try to advance the story right now on uh, the Sid show. And Sid, by the way, I understand is uh, – Dining with Tom Jones and Wales today. They're both going to be doing. Uh, it's not unusual. Are they throwing out underwear to women yeah, in the crowd yeah, like Tom did. Jones used to do? <laughs> She's throwing out bagels. Um, you can't get those in Wales. Anyway, look, uh, Bragg uh, came off. Um, you know, I'm sorry. I don't want to be disrespectful, but um, Alvin sounded more like one of the chipmunks than a tough law enforcement guy <laughs> yesterday. It was not a good day for New York City law enforcement. And this was the key. So he's up there going, this is serious criminal conduct. That's a quote, serious criminal conduct. All right, and we're not going to stand for it here in New York. We're, we're tough guys, and we're going to drive these people into prison when they have serious criminal conduct. Um, and by the way, the uh, next hearing will be de- December 4th. <laughs> I'm going, whoa, hold it. Serious criminal conduct. December 4th is the next hearing. So this is obviously um, a setup to damage not only Donald Trump, but the Republican Party for the next presidential election. That's what this is. It's a setup. And there are a lot of people involved in the setup. It's not just Bragg. Okay, so it's there's an architect to this. I don't know who that is, but I know that there is a liaison in Bragg's office right now, a link to the Biden White House. And that man's name is Matt Colangelo. And I did not know about him um, until uh, the name started to float. I had my crack staff at BillOReilly.com investigate. And uh, this Colangelo, uh, he was a big shot with Barack Obama, and uh, he's 48 years old, Harvard Law, and he's working uh, for the New York uh, State Attorney General's office before this. Now he's with Bragg. And this is a link to the Biden White House. He's the guy that's reporting to Biden and the Biden people. I don't know if he can report to Biden himself. He's somnambulant most of the time. Um, (laughs) So anyway... This thing, I think that WABC listeners should step back and see the big picture here. Um, 
criminal intent. That is a key. And Bragg is not going to be able to prove criminal intent. He might be able to prove falsifying business records if you believe Michael Cohen. And, of course, he's, he went to prison. All right? But criminal intent? Remember, this whole thing started in 2006. And two weeks before the presidential election of 16, Stormy Daniels shows up with a lawyer demanding money. If she didn't have the lawyer, who's now in prison, Avenatti, she could have been charged with extortion. So what happened between 200, 2006 and 16, and all of a sudden this woman, there she is, and it was another woman who went through the National Enquirer, wanted money because of the run-up to the 16 election. So if you're Trump and you're looking at this, it doesn't matter whether he did or didn't do it, okay? It matters that these people are pounding on your door for money, and if you don't give them money— they're going to blow up your campaign. That's what happened. And these are the people that Alvin Bragg are protecting? This is the big criminal thing? And, and, and so many people, so many large corporations gave monies to some of those Black Lives organizations. There's so many Black Lives organizations uh, that took money and wasted it. Uh, and uh, I forget which was it. Ford was one of them. Yeah, Ford was one. I think Coca Cola. And by the way, it turned out Black Lives Matter. Remember the woman bought a big mansion. Oh, uh, she's a being scam. Under- Everybody uh, knows it's yeah. a scam. Yeah. But let's get back to Bragg for a minute. Go ahead. Because this is a guy who has a lot of power over our lives in New York. And we've already seen the devastation of 16 months, bodies piling up in the street. Because he will not prosecute violent criminals. He lets them back out and they commit more violent crimes. That's not in dispute. There aren't two sides to that story. That's happening. So here he is in the press conference going, hey, we can't have this kind of uh, serious crime here. And then I'm saying to myself, falsifying business records in an attempt to do what? And Bragg says, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. But it's, it's in support of another crime. And a reporter goes, what crime? And Brad goes, I don't have to tell you. Oh Are you God. kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was, how is he going to defend himself if he doesn't know what the other crime? By the way, we have. It's, it's, it's so absurd. But if it were some kind of a New York State election law beef, which is, that's what Bragg implied, to a, George Santos is walking around. He's got 50 of them. He's got 50 of them. He ran for Congress in my district on Long Island, and he didn't tell the truth about anything. He falsified everything. And he's walking around. So this is a selective prosecution, which is supposed to be against our Constitution. Equal justice for all. Well, what's George Santos doing? If, he, if Trump somehow violated some kind of New York election law, Santos didn't? It's so absurd when you put all the pieces together, and you can't do that in the press because the press are just lemmings. 
They just repeat the same thing over and over. Well, no one's above the law. Uh, yeah, we had 17,000 arrests in the George Floyd riots, and two people went to prison. I'd say there are some people above the law and that, right? It's just, it drives me crazy because I'm sitting here running an independent news operation. I'm lucky enough to have WABC sign on and, and run me. But I'm seeing this unbelievable stupidity and corruption in the corporate media so the American people can't even get basic information. I'll submit to you that what I just said to you in the last three minutes, most WABC listeners did not know. Wow, well, that is really powerful. Bill O'Reilly, um, also Judge Richard Weinberg joined us in studio here. Uh, Judge, you got a question? I have a, I have a point. No, Attorney General Barr, who's no great personal fan of President Trump, has specifically said there's no intent. What's the crime? This is a defective investigation, defective prosecution. On its face, this indictment should be dismissed because there's no linkage to a felony. And you can't have that open-ended, well, I'll tell you later. So they should be moving down the road to dismiss this indictment. And a well, good judge are. will dismiss it. They're, they're, they're going to file that fairly soon. But I don't have a lot of confidence in the New York State uh, justice system. I mean, I just don't. And once they... Trump lawyers exhaust their appeals in New York State. It'll go into the federal system, and that's where it'll probably get booted. Yeah, so that's a long ways down the road. I mean, we were just talking, you know, Bill, give us the timetable for all our WABC listeners, uh, Bill O'Reilly, because this is coming up right into the big campaign season, into the sure, primaries. Sure, that's the plan. Yep. That's the plan. The plan is to damage Trump for the general election by lodging charge after charge after charge, okay? That's the overall plan. The Democrats who um, came up with this plan understand that Trump will win the primaries now, probably, and DeSantis has got to be going crazy down there in Florida, but Trump will probably win because Republicans, conservatives are so angry about this trumped-up case, pardon the pun, that they'll vote for Trump out of sympathy, even if they don't like him. Mitt Romney was screaming yesterday how ridiculous this is. Now, it's not that Mitt Romney's so noble. He's not. But he knows where the bandwagon is in the Republican Party. So they're going to coalesce around Trump, which makes it more likely that he'll win the primaries and the nomination. But the Democrats believe he can't defeat whoever they throw up. I still say Biden's not going to run again because people don't understand how fast he's going downhill. That's kept from the public. So right? he, uh, Donald Trump wins the Republican primary, but to get to 51% and get the independents to vote for him, that's harder. Yeah, look at what happened in Chicago. You guys are talking about it. So it's not a slam dunk anymore that people are going to vote in their own best interests. The people in Chicago are not voting in their own best interests. More people will be dead in Chicago because this guy is anti-police. Yes. The kids, the kids, so the black and brown. Their own, and that the same thing could very well happen. 
Trump versus uh, a Democrat to be named later. I mean, if it's Biden, it's absurd. It's absurd because he's done such a terrible job. Um, And you would vote for him again because you hate Trump while Trump did a fairly good job while he was president. Is it? But this is what's happening now in this country. That's a Democratic strategy for 2024. Uh, get uh, Trump to primary. That way, uh, he can't, it's harder for a Republican get, to get 51 percent of the vote. Yeah. Get Trump in and then we'll beat him because people hate Trump. And he's not going to get independents to vote for him. That's the strategy. Yep. And throw everything at him in the By kitchen By the way, Margo, <laughs> Margo just came into the studio. Margo, welcome to the studio. Uh, thank you. Hi, Bill. How are you? Okay, Margo. I'm the same, which is tragic for everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's always honest. <laughs> always. Well, Bill O'Reilly, we are so grateful that you're here on the show with us with your incredible perspective uh, and uh, thank you for being on with us last night, too, with all the stuff. And Bill, but by the way, before we go, you, you threw out a number. I want you to throw it out uh, again. How much you think this is going to cost President Trump, too? Because you were saying it's going to cost him tens of millions of dollars. You yeah, believe, about $50 right? million dollars to defend himself. Um, but that money that he's getting now in donations to the Trump reelection campaign, he can use that to pay his attorneys. But wow. if he had, was a regular citizen... Um, and didn't have that money coming in, then it probably, if you have to defend yourself against four separate actions, um, it's $50 million. And, you and know, nobody can afford it. And you know what happens? That. You know what happens? Nobody can afford to pay that kind of money to defend themselves. So they plead down the case, and they end up, because then they threaten that they're going to put your son in jail, your daughter in jail. General Flynn. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking Alan, Alan Weiss. And, and they have to surrender. You have to surrender and plead to something, and uh, that's not justice. That's not what the well, United no, States of America is system, supposed to, to Our justice system is gone right now. Um, you know, our attorney general, Letitia James, campaigned on, I'm going to get this guy, Trump. I'm getting him. Okay, well, wait a minute. Hold it. Uh, <laughs> that's not what you do. Um, when you're a law enforcement official, you're supposed to be there and impartial looking at the evidence, not swearing to people that you're going to get somebody. That's an abuse of power. Well, Bill O'Reilly, thank you for coming on, and uh, thank you for everything you do for America. And and we pray we all have to work hard to make sure America survives the way we know it. 1,000%. Justice has to be fair. Uh, Bill, we love you. Thank you for being here. Okay, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.